welcome to the sixth week of the second season of Walled Garden Weekly. I'm Arash Kashmiri, and I'm joined here by Kevin Pazarande. Hello. And we are here to talk about apps and uh, drink beer. Unfortunately, this morning, we do not have beer. Uh, Keyword morning. Keyword morning, because we are not alcoholics for the most part. It's not 1145 <laughs> yet. So Yeah, if we just waited a little while longer. Oh, that, that would be Clash of Clans. Um, in any case, yeah, so we're drinking coffee. We, uh, we went to Phil's Coffee, which is um, my personal favorite coffee joint just down the street from my house. And uh, I should also mention my CTO just like goes apeshit over there. Uh, they're like chai, soy, cinnamon, cardamom, nutmeg, hot chocolate. But uh, so Kevin, Kevin, uh, I was like, hey, Kevin, you want to get coffee this morning? And he's like, I don't drink coffee. There was and, a smiley face after that. So yeah, was, there was a smiley face, as in like, you asshole, why would you take me to a coffee shop? But anyway, I dragged him along. I was like, all right, well, you can just walk with me as a you know normal good friend would. And uh, we went to Phil's. So I got my usual, the so good, with a little bit of mint on top. It's a light roast, quite delicious. But uh, Kevin got a little surprise at Phil's. Uh, someone came up to him and was like, oh my God, is that Zombie Highway? I was wearing my shirt. He's wearing a Zombie Highway shirt. So um, Kevin doesn't usually go outside, so he doesn't get a lot of his fans coming up to him. Um, but uh, this is his first this, taste. The truth of, is, uh, I don't go to coffee shops. First That's taste of fandom. Although you didn't get the Holy Grail, which is what we call it when you actually see someone like actually actively right. playing your game. I've only ever seen someone playing Tower Madness, and yeah. then of course Temple Run. I, I haven't seen a. Actually, that's not true. I did see Tower Madness played once, um, but not. Yeah, I haven't seen anyone playing ZG just of their own accord. Yeah, it's a. It's not a good for the numbers. It's yeah. It's a. It's a. Well, it's the Holy Grail for a reason. But anyway, yeah, so um, the guy had a 3GS, is this like ancient, crusty right. uh, phone that actually held up, what, eight years old, yeah. how long? So no, that was that his long. like, thank Four you years for old. supporting my phone at like 60 frames a second, it's Three like, years no old problem game. for my four-year-old game. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, what's what else is new, Kevin? Uh, nothing, it's been too short of a time since we last recorded <laughs> We're actually episode. doing this, yeah, this, does this even work as a weekly show? Because it's usually so. a monthly thing There needs to be, I guess I guess the big news of this morning was the, was the, it was the Amazon yes, uh, Fire so TV Amazon Fire TV uh, is out and um, it's got a lot of game devs behind it And Amazon's got their own internal game studio they just announced 99 bucks, not bad Yeah, it's not bad um, Uh so, can you say anything about it? I can't. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's got a it's got a pretty decent chip in it, so it's a lot more powerful than an Ouya. Um, and before, like the honestly, the thing that prevented me from like getting an Ouya and like throwing Zombie Highway on there with a controller was that I just I was like, wow, this will barely run Zombie Highway. <laughs> I yep. mean, that's not true, but right. it was just sort of like I didn't see it as a potential platform for like any future development as well. Mm-hmm. And the numbers weren't there, but this is going to get the numbers. And yeah, I think so. I mean, just yeah. just for the streaming itself, people people will like that. The only question is, you know, are people going to take this over an Apple TV, and why? Because it plays games. That's the thing. Is that is that going to matter enough to people? Yeah, versus I think that, the, I think the, that the, fact the Apple that brand, and like ninety percent of people still own PCs. Yep. Has people like oh Microsoft Office? And I'm like, nope, <laughs> nope. It's because kids wanted to play games. And, you know, that was the reason that I got an Apple. That was the reason all my friends got Apple. I mean, sorry, bought PCs. PCs, yeah. You just bought a PC pretty recently just to play, what, like Diablo? Uh, No, I had a PC. I got it running again. I already had one, yeah. But the first time I got it was for StarCraft. Yeah, that's right, Um, that's right. And these are all games that actually run on Mac, which is kind of funny. Yeah, but they run, I mean, let's be honest, they they run run way better on PC. Right, it's like, oh, like, I have the top of the line, like, I have, like, a $4,000 iMac or something, and it has, like... 
a really good laptop graphics card. Yeah. And it's like, and if you want, and even if you have like a Mac Pro, now sure. it's like workstation graphics. Still, the focus is not games, never has been games. Um, and I think that Apple owes a large part of its success of its of iOS to the fact that they're so good at playing games. And that's just because the stars aligned in that having a really good GPU led yeah. to a really terrific experience with appropriate battery life. Right. Um, and so that's that's going to be really interesting to watch. I'm not, I mean, the Kindle is not the greatest experience, um, but the sort of like tactile, smooth responsiveness is not necessary on a television. It's just not. I mean, there's a remote, there's this, there's always this lag. You're sort of used to it. In fact, the Apple TV feels so terrific mm -hmm. compared to your normal, like you press a button on your remote and nothing happens. And yeah. You just keep, keep pressing it until approximately what you want happens. <laughs> Um, so that sort of lag that they're saying, oh, it's not going to be there because we have two gigs of RAM or something. It's mm -hmm. like, okay, no one cares. No one even cares about that here. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I'm excited about it. I bought one. I'm totally going to put zombie highway on there. You know, I, you know, try some multi-controller stuff. I think that it's going to be super easy. Yep. Um, so, and I think they're going to sell a ton. I hope so. Yeah, it's going to be cool. It's I wish on the I could... front page, you know, like there's like, dear customers, yeah. and it's like a letter about why you should buy this. Exactly. Um, I don't have HBO Go. You know, people are sad to see HBO Go, but I was like, those are for people who have cable. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people out there who have yeah. totally abandoned cable, and they're using Apple TV, millions of people. Right. Um, but still a huge chunk of Americans. And, you know, and I'm, you know, there's times where Apple TV's little quirks and things bug me so it's like it mm -hmm. it's not going to take me much so i'm definitely going to give it a try just um, out of curiosity do you use your apple tv using the the included remote or yeah. do you use your phone always use the included remote okay so like when you want to search for something on youtube or netflix or whatever do you I just, just type it in it. with the okay. but i never but the thing is is i rarely search for something for on youtube i just run it on my phone and airplay it oh i see so, so use it mostly as a, as a streaming device so this is going to be sort of this is going to be the sort of like oh i really missed this mm -hmm. i really mm -hmm. didn't realize how important that was there's also the fact that it's like why can't i just have both yeah plugged into my receiver mm -hmm. um you know and uh i don't know we'll see i'm also kind of ex what i think this is going to do is i've never really looked at amazon streaming right this is going to be this I, is going to be that's going to put that front and center for me i'm like oh they have it's all these funny movies. too like so like I'm, i have a prime membership i've had one for a really long time ever since i lied and said i was a student and um they uh they have a huge library and it's like I, I don't know if it's comparable to Netflix, but it's huge. Like almost everything you could want is already on there. Um, and so a lot of the times, like I'll be looking for something even like on Netflix and it won't be there and it'll be on the Amazon streaming service or um, other other shows. Like they have a lot of good, like um, like obscure documentaries that are somehow on there. Um, it's neat. And you're already paying for it, right? Like once you pay for Prime, what is it? Right, $80 so I'm a curious year? to see how the pricing works and like there's rentable yeah. stuff, but there's also like the right. subscription service. Um, yeah, I think, but I think it's a really great for anyone who, I mean, I'm assuming already like any unity dev, mm -hmm. I guess it's pretty easy to test like sort of TV like stuff by building for PC using a controller. So this isn't actually, this doesn't actually open up any new opportunities, but for people like me who didn't really see a point in getting a Ouya, yep. it's like a, will be my first foray into controller world sure. uh, for 99 bucks. Or, Have you uh, added controller support on iOS at all? No. Okay. No. Yeah, yeah, it's it's neat. I mean, for the right types of games, like I think Zombie Highway is a good fit for that. So yeah, it's just sort of the I've always tried to figure out the like how do you shoot mm -hmm. 
I, I mean, I sort of the zombie how he turned into a dual stick shooter, which is sort of okay. I That's suppose. funny, yeah. I guess like it could sort be. of just yeah, it would it would adapt really well if I had more than four places to shoot, which I right if it were won't. just like a any direction kind of deal, right? Um, and that should work okay, you right, know, right. with the proper feedback on the screen. I've always wondered what it'd be like to play that game with a turret on top of like the car, yeah. And you could shoot the zombies like as they're coming toward you, right? So a lot of people want this. Yeah, it totally breaks everything about uh, zombie. Yeah, highway. it changes the whole game. You're just driving and shooting, which actually could be fun. I mean, if you know zombie car ship then you're like but then the person would like they if there's no zombie cars on your zombie someone would come out of the roof and like use the turret and as soon as there's a zombie on your car they go back in the car could be like those like you know like those like african like you know rebel kind of like toyota pickups with the the thing on the back oh i totally get it yeah no it's just like a warthog zombie gun truck yeah like a warthog right (laughs) zombie gun truck there you go zombie warlord zombie warlord something like that warlord pickup truck um yeah so we'll see but it opens up those I feel like it opens up those uh, venues because it would be like with touch, it would be really awkward to like tap the zombies when they're on the road. But it's like, are you shooting or are you tapping zombies on the road? Mm -hmm. But with a controller, you know, that allows for, you know, more explicit controls. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We'll see. But uh, cool. What are we here to talk about today, Arash? Uh, Let's talk about Zombie Gunship Arcade, which was our uh, (laughs) latest release. You uh, tricked me. April April first release. Um, yeah, it's a you know side view retro version of Zombie Gunship. It's still I think it's still up on Limbic.com, So if you guys want to go go check that out before we take it down. Um, but yeah, no, the real game we're here to talk about is uh, is is gonna surprise all of you because you've probably never heard of it. Just kidding. It's Boom Beach from Supercell. Um, I would say that this is probably one of the fastest uh, games to go up into top grossing. Uh, that I've seen lately. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably. I, I don't know. It, I feel like it was like instantly in the top 10. And then now, what is it at today? Uh, might be top five. Let me check it out. Yeah, it was number five last time I checked. But oh, it was number five last time? Yeah, it's yeah, probably Yeah, I was, I was watching it. It took, it took several days. I mean, once it got featured, it obviously went. It um, was double featured too. Like it was featured in the regular sort of main page mm-hmm. of, of the app store. And then like when you go into games, it's the same thing featured again. Mm-hmm. It's the most featuring I've seen. No, it's number seven. I don't think it ever. Oh, it went five. down. Oh, are we talking about in games? No, yeah. I never saying? saw it go Overall? to five. I saw. I thought it was a five. Oh, um, is it really? What's not important high here number is, seven. Okay. is that is, is that Supercell has three of the top ten grossing games, yeah. and then Candy Crush King has, um, well, basically in the top eleven they have three. Mm-hmm. Um, there's sort of a big difference though between those two, which is that. Um, Supercell games show uh, some semblance of uh, uh, growth. Yeah. You know, learning. Sure. Uh, now, to be fair, I haven't really played Farm Heroes and Pet Racing Saga at some length. I've mostly studied their screenshots, but <laughs> they're still match three games. Yeah, they're not. They're not as sophisticated as the, as the Supercell games. Well, they hit a different audience too, right? So I think the Supercell games are. Or, and this is a generalization, but I think they're more appealing to people that actually have played real games before. Right, but they're also appealing um, to people who haven't, right. um, which is almost maybe the had sort of the very impressive tightrope line they walked with, especially Clash of Clans. Right. Heyday is a, just a great, well-executed farming game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but Clash of Clans, it's sort of like, oh, there's this sort of battle component. And this sort of like, ooh, it's, it has a game, it has a game right, in it, right. but the game is like 
build some guys and then tap in strategic locations. Um, but the strategy is so frustratingly limited, uh, that, you know, I think that a eventually frustrates, uh, the more hardcore people who are used to like having at some point it's like, it's taking advantage of its own simple AI to like provide the challenge to the strategy. And this is the classic clans. Right. Um, but then at some point like later on where it just players bases get so sophisticated, like there's no way to kind of trick your way in. Right. Um, like, that, that's okay. kind of when I stopped playing is when I like hit a wall where it was basically like, I just need to throw a ton of guys at this base to take these guys down. And also you just constantly are attacked by people who crush you. Yeah. Well, that's, that's an interesting. So let's, let's start with the experience. So one of the things I just noticed when I started up, uh, this was true in Clash of Clans, it's true in this game as well. When you come back, uh, your base is usually like tattered and smoking. Right. Um, and and it's, it recovers quickly. It does this like recharge thing it does. But, right, which is sort of just But it's a, it's a weird way to welcome a player in. Right, like, oh, your base has been totally ruined. Right, and maybe it plays on this, like, well, now you should get revenge on people kind of angle. But it doesn't. And so the thing is, to transition to Boom Beach, yeah, there's no option for revenge. This no. is a big change, yes, uh, which I really like because yeah. that button is like, oh, you go to their base and they have like purple crystal like walls <laughs> and like a mage conjuring from on high, yes. and you're like, okay, this is a scary place. I'm gonna just take it. I'm just going to bend over and take it <laughs> like this guy wanted me to. Yeah. Um, but the, the, uh, so yeah, let's just dive in, like to start with that, to start at that starting point. The thing that's really interesting is that, so the first thing when you see you're destroyed is you're like, what toll has this taken on me? Right. And the truth is your buildings never stopped producing. No. Nope. They didn't suffer any long-term damage. What has happened is you've lost resources. Right. And in, in Clash of Clans, that was all of them. Um, and the way that you protected against this, besides having a really strong base, was mm-hmm. you could pay uh, the hard currency for the protection shield. Yeah, um, the shield is gone in Boom Beach. Uh, yeah, I couldn't find it. It's not in the game it at all. It's just right? awesome, yeah. right? The reason it's awesome is because it has been replaced by the vault. Mm-hmm. Um, the vault is a building that uh, you build that yep. basically acts as storage. Mm-hmm protected storage but also it protects a certain percent of your resources that are outside of the storage which is really great because you're like oh i'm going to upgrade this um and you're sort of it's basically insurance you're replacing this really annoying shield mechanic um with uh sort of constant baseline protection so when you come back you always have some resources which is always enough to say replenish your army and sort of you're not like in Clash of Clans, you lose all your money, you come back, all your money's gone, you go, and you're like, well, I might as well use my guys to attack. Because, of course, they all ran and hid when <laughs> when you got attacked. Yeah, yeah. And then you attack, you lose, you have no army, and then you have no money to replenish your army. Uh, so this is what I, this is sort of a recurring theme in Boom Beach, is these really minor changes where people are like, oh, they just remade, they redid Clash of Clans. But the thing is, no. just like a new 9-11, it looks the same, but it is <laughs> Different anything but. Different underneath the skin, the this small change makes it so much fun. When I come back, I've got my dudes, and I can like go and see what islands were taken over. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's this actual sense of me being in a world instead of like me being in this insane infinite virtual world where all yeah. people just trying to kill me. Right, this exactly. is like, oh, I'm actually in this world. Actually, in this little place. It's mm-hmm. a little bit tailored. It's a combination of <clears throat> mercenaries, which are real people, right, and in NPCs. Yep. Um, and there's even this new character that just popped up. I don't know. It popped up yesterday. His name is like Terror, Dr. Terror. Oh, yeah. Right. And he has like this island. And mm-hmm. basically every time you attack it, it gets stronger. 
but you get a huge reward. So it's kind of like this awesome, like I'm getting tons of money, but it's also presents yeah. unique challenges. Right. And I, I think that's a great avenue for them to expand the game as they right. as it sort of flows out the live ops. And they do events and stuff in Heyday. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the equivalent is in um, Clash of Clans because... Right. Honestly, the other, t you said you were playing it. Someone said they were playing it. So I was like, oh, I'll like, let me, let me hop back in there. Because, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Supercell does a great job of sort of just always keeping your state in their server. So you always just download it. Right. It doesn't exactly. matter if you delete it. Yep. And just instantly inundated with like, so-and-so raided your village. So-and-so raided yep. your village. You, you know, your troops miss you. And it's just <laughs> like, and that's gone here. There's no, when it's you get not, raided, you don't annoying. get a notification. I like that. The only time you get notifications is when my troops are ready. Right. Uh, and also some buildings when they upgrade, but it's been it's been remarkably unannoying, right? Which is great. I'm sure if I stop playing, that I'll get something. Ag. But those are okay. They're like, hey, come back. Um, it's more when it's like, hey, your village was raided. Your village was raided. It's like I know, I know. That's yeah. like, and and just shows the sort of I don't want to say bravery, but someone at Supercell might think that's part of the key to our success is like we're always nagging people with like real updates. Yeah. And even though it annoys people and scares some away, right. And, trick some to come back and I, I really feel like get into it. I kind of just back to what you said at the beginning like this game is an evolution of like making it a good experience right you know like most games are like oh we made this an evolution of like finding like these psychological hooks and we found this like thing where if we just like bug the player a shitload we can squeeze a little bit out of their wallets but, but like the game's exactly the same this game does a really good job of making you love it more than you loved uh for Clash sure of Clans it's or almost like it's like they, they actually like you said at the beginning like they just evolved their game design Right, and it just shows, but it's and it's but it's they show such restraint because yeah. they didn't try to make something completely different. They they understood that they needed to keep certain things. Well, um, right. So let's transition to the gameplay. Well, uh, before that, let's just quickly talk about how sexy the water is. Oh yeah, because oh, this man. water, I like, I mean, it. I've been looking at it. I don't actually even like at the moment. Like, I don't really know how they're doing it. Like, I can kind of guess. Like, there's these bits that are coming in and out. There's some kind of shader thing going on. But this is like there's some like of the some best two D water uh, I've ever seen. Right. It's really and it works well. Um, when you zoom out, like when you're, so well, nice. they have a, they sort of have this other effect when you're all the way zoomed out where the water is moving and it kind of glistens. No, it's, it's, it's like this, the game the is beautiful. Water. Uh, what's, so what sexy. really bugs me is that they must be separate teams, but like when you look around the island, the island is 3D. Yep, kind um, of. And it just has a sort of very, you're not even sure if it's 3D. It's, well, it's a mix of the two, right? Like there's some flat sprites and it's sort of a Diablo right. 3 sort of deal. Right. On. And then your base, of course, is this 2D thing. Yep. Which is super ugly. You think so? Um, you, you don't like it? Yeah, because basically what I don't like about it, I like all the little buildings and stuff, but the, like, let's cut out a square of grass and we'll put a building there. Okay. I want it to kind of be integrated. Right. You know, or I want there to be, like, they definitely have the resources for this, for it to just sort of, the land to adapt in a right, non-cut-out right, right. Yeah, way. Just this, like, really bland grass that just all sits on. But all the characters are still sprites. Mm -hmm. uh, really great art direction, you know, really yep. The boats cute. look like they're 3D, aren't they? The boats are 3D, yeah, yes. Yeah, they are. So the boats are 3D. Anything that moves other than the, that's like larger than a few pixels like the characters is right. 3D. Um, no, it's, it's gorgeous. Um, it doesn't quite work. Like I have an island right now with like a level 20 guy, like a really, really big island. Mm-hmm. And it like doesn't quite scale that well, I want to say. When yep. it's just like a huge expanse of grass, the grass sort of is, you're like, oh, wow, that's just green. Yep. But uh, in these sort of smaller islands, oh, it looks so good. Uh, also, the the trees, um, they're just these like 
sprite trees, I think they almost are all identical. They're just using the exact same sprite over and over. There's like three variations maybe, but right. they just, they like move. They bushes that move. They move in this wonderful way. And then there's a breeze and then they all kind of move together. Right. And, and then like leaves the little come leaves out of come out of them. They're and when, just, and when oh, you attack, I love it. When a bomb goes off, they yeah. kind of like. They do. The explosion effects when you're attacking. So good. Really well done. I mean, this game visually is, is so far ahead of all the other Right. Games of this genre. Where they all have like a black mat around the edge of the characters because like they don't know how to They don't know to how to like, like alpha stuff multi- correctly. Right. <laughs> it's like, but they make. So anyway, that, that was my moment to geek about the graphics. Um, but yeah, you want to talk about gameplay? Hmm? Let's talk about gameplay. Yeah. So the first thing is you have these, you have two types of boats. Right. You have your main command boat, which they call a gunboat. Mm-hmm. It's a gunboat. Yep. Oh, which is a sort of a cool looking gun with, you know, like it's like a destroyer. And then you have these landing boats, which, you know, from like, say, you know, World War II, like, like Normandy D-Day. style. Uh, you can upgrade both of them. Uh, you either can increase their capacity or you increase your gunboat sort of like mana. It's yep. like sort of energy points. And your gunboat has abilities. We'll get to that in a sec. But you basically fill your landing boats with troops. And if just like the Clash of Clans, any, you know, Supercell game, you yep. level up, you get new characters, you get new things. You can upgrade them with abilities at the sort of research center. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and you have these, and they have very diverse abilities, just like they do in um, in Clash of Clans. So right. it sort of seems similar on the surface, except for this gunboat thing. But then you basically go to this world view, and you're given choices of what to attack. Yep. And what's really nice is they, just like in Clash of Clans, they have levels, and you can scout the base. Mm-hmm. So first, you basically scout at, the base, which is at free. no cost. Yeah. At no cost, right. which is free. That's I don't, different. Do you from... scout for free in Clash of Clans? No, I don't, I don't think, think you so. can even scout. No, no, I don't think so. So you can basically make a decision how you're going. You can sort of formulate a strategy and then attack. And attacking costs a pretty small amount of gold. And gold is pretty much the easiest currency to get. Yeah. And that gold is. You can also see how much you're going to get mm-hmm. the reward. Um, so those are sort of the high level details. The important part is the actual gameplay. Um, the it basically you have two things you can deploy troops and use abilities of your of your uh gunboat right and what these abilities the big thing is the abilities from your gunboat and they they grow but right now i have four abilities mm-hmm. i have a simple attack which is right. a, a really just devastating attack anywhere on the island okay um the, the normal just the shell thing yeah the sh- yeah shell mm-hmm. then there's a, a heal right uh which just sort of heals a certain area f- over time for a certain amount of points yep and then there's a sort of flare which directs troops either to a p- location or a particular building. And this is key. So one of the biggest frustrations people had oh, with yeah. Clash of Clans, back to the thing we said at the beginning, is that like the strategy side of it was really unsophisticated. It was basically right. where do you put your guys, and then your guys have really dummy eye that basically attacks the nearest building. Right. So you have and to like kind of not the the building of the highest threat either. They're no, getting it's, like a they're getting like shot in the head from and behind, they're like, and they're like, oh, I'm going to attack this like granary. Right. Um. So you have to like position them correctly so anyway people would take advantage of this and put like all these like worthless buildings around like, right. the tower and you'd have to get through the worthless buildings before you could attack the tower there's no way around it right now they've got this flare where you can either tell them to attack a building or to go to a certain location right and to sort of actually to volley on to show the sort of depth of this um if you put a bunch of worthless buildings in front of your towers yep you can use your units of some higher range to blow up those buildings when you destroy an enemy building you get uh, more points. You get more energy points for your gunboat, so which can be e- so it can be easier to blow up those towers, um, and it also weakens the um, barracks or whatever, the the main so the, the main command center, the main building. So that's another thing. Right. 
the goal is not to destroy, to lay waste to the place. It's just to Get destroy the headquarters. the headquarters. Right. And when you destroy the headquarters, everything blows up around mm -hmm. it, which is great. Yeah. And so these, we only mentioned like four or five new things. You can like tell people where to go. You have this explicit, explicit attack. There's also a, uh, you can also disable buildings and right. there's a new ability a later to disable thing, buildings yeah, shock, to whatever. heal people. Right. Um, so like abilities plus, uh, you know, choosing where to deploy your troops, that's kind of normal. Yeah. And this sort of, this dynamic of what you get for destroying buildings and your, your main objective, it, it, it totally makes the game fun. Yeah. Like you can, you can come to a base right. where a player has fully upgraded all of their stuff and they would totally lay waste to you, but they've organized it in such an awful way where you that can you sort can of just use your get gunboat in behind. to yeah. snipe one tower and then walk around the outside exactly. and just like sit so in the back and like this, destroy their tower. And this is where I enjoy this game the most. Right. Is where I can feel really clever. That's right. And where I, I can defeat someone who's way above my, you know, punches way above my weight right. just by, by being smart. Right. And I, I think that's one of the most rewarding things about any game is when you find this like cheat kind of thing that you just like discover strictly out of your own intelligence, right? Where you're right. just like, I think I could probably do this. And you try some plan and it totally works. And right. you, you feel badass. Exactly. Um, and you, you get a disproportionate like a, reward for it. It's like a virtual reality. Yeah. Because you, you almost feel like you're operating outside the system of the game. Like you're kind of like, you almost feel like you're cheating a little bit. Not really, but it's like you, in the minds of, in the mind of them. your opponent. Yeah. Right. You've outsmarted the game, them. It's like you realize that you're not cheating. Right. Um, but that, right, your, your opponent. What's interesting though, is since you can watch the replays, I've noticed that the defenses of these of player characters is like I'm like nah that's tough like yeah, yeah if you put two towers right next to each other sure. you can attack in the middle and blow both up at the yes. same time stuff like this this whenever you see someone who does that you're like noob you know and you can just destroy them right. but now everyone has like one space and mm -hmm, like has mm -hmm. mines in the most random places and yeah. you're like f <laughs> but that's great i mean strategy that's crazy um i find actually one of the f more fun and then frustrating things is there's these resource bases. Mm -hmm. So sort of one thing that's interesting about Boom Beach, I should sort of mention, is that when you hold these islands, they produce resources for you. So your base produces resources, but the islands also produce often the majority of your resources. Yeah. So you have a motivation to actually conquer these instead of just, in Clash of Clans, it was just for shits and giggles or something. Um, you would just get rewards. This you get recurring rewards, but it's always gold. Uh, in order to get wood, you need to conquer resource bases. Mm -hmm. And resource bases are held by other players, yep. which is kind of interesting. Every time you conquer a resource base, you cannot build on the you cannot build on the resource base. You can only move the buildings on the resource base. Every time it is conquered, everything on the building is everything on that island is upgraded. And so you have this escalation. And it's since the resources are limited, it's just about you, you know, pro progressing in the game, but also intelligently organizing all of the towers to form the most difficult defense. defense. And yeah. it's sort of like a tower defense game, but just like in a good, you know, racing, um, not game, but, you know, like F1, mm -hmm. there are rules mm -hmm. that make it so that the competition is sort of more, more fair. fair in yeah. some ways. Now, yeah. obviously, they can just go back to their base, spend 100 bucks and upgrade the shit <laughs> out of their guys and come destroy you. But... Uh, those people will sort of level up. I feel like I haven't. I'm, I've been locked in battle with this one guy. We just exchanged this bat, this um, this one resource base. We just sort of volley it. And I'm like, sure. when is there? They, I feel like there needs to be a third player there mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. comes in, comes and, in and shakes things up. So right. someone mentioned. I haven't had the chance to do this. That you can like swap out your enemies. Mm -hmm. uh, is that right? So yeah. 
how does that system work? Uh, Every 24 hours, you, I guess you can sort of... It just basically, it prevents there from being, uh, you know, one side is sort of gridlock. Where, yeah. And you just get a new one. Usually they're yeah. easier. Yeah. Um, now the thing is, if you're attacking an easier enemy, there's going to be less reward. So it's not like, it doesn't, it, Supercell is not incented to give you harder enemies. You always have, at least in a little bit later game, you have a very sort of ominous enemy somewhere, mm -hmm. either player or a computer, who... Uh, uh, is sort of you can't beat them right just in case you want to spend 100 bucks and like level up uh but that's okay like in clash of clans you sort of reach this point where you like couldn't really progress unless you either were really you know put your head down and maximize your time upgrading or spent money right and this i always have something to do because the the computer is always conquering my islands mm -hmm. so i can come back and whoever's there is not impossible to beat i can beat them you know, oh, and not to mention the most important thing, you get your troops back. You use your troops, they don't die, you get to right. keep them, as right. would make sense in any world except for Clash of Clans, where it's like, <laughs> oh, no, we just abandoned them there, and they now live in the troll village. And and Clash of Clans didn't have retreat either, did it? Or you could just give up. No, you could, you could give just up. end battle, right? But because it, they you'd were lose gone everything anyway. anyway. If you won or lost, there's you, no sense. Yeah. It was so dumb. And now so, they do this like cute little thing where they run back to the boats. Right, and, and you... Uh, and they give you rewards for defending your base. They're yeah. like so much more generous with, uh, with right. gems, though. Of course, they. I feel like things in general are more expensive. Sure. Um, but it doesn't matter. I, I put $10 in this game at the beginning, and it totally alleviates. Like if I just like, okay, I've got four islands to conquer, and I think I can conquer all of them. I go, I lose a guy, I go back to my base. There's a nice button that's like replenish troops. It knows what you had there. It just cues it up, and then there's another button to like give a gem or two mm -hmm. that instantly does it. So now I'm back to full capacity. So I can use... You know, I bought a thousand gems or twelve hundred gems or whatever, and I can use one or two, which you'll get in normal course of play, yeah. to just not feel like you're waiting. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm still super. I still have this desire to buy gems, to spend gems, to upgrade my overall situation. Right. Um, it's really it really shows that these guys know what they're doing um, and why they didn't IPO. Mm -hmm. You know, they sold half the company, but you know, I think if you actually believe that you're going to be a cash cow for as long as Supercell probably is going to be. You don't you don't sell you don't IPO. You, you don't, don't need to. Yeah. You don't need to. You <laughs> you have the cash. You cash out, you're like, okay, well we're gonna make this many billion dollars in the next ten years. But let's get that money now for our employees. Yeah. So they can like feel rich and like super motivated and maintain control of our company. Mm -hmm. So we have King.com just IPO'd, right? Um People are making fun of it that it went down, but I was like, no, that was a successful IPO because they sold their shares at the highest price possible yep. that it's currently worth. Honestly, I cannot, I could not believe that the leadership there cares at all that it's going to go down. They're like, we have our money now. Right. Our employees have their money now yep. or their valuation. I'm sure people are trying to sell some. You can't just dump all your shares, uh, especially if you have a lot of them. Mm -hmm. But it's i feel like this is the end of king i feel like king is now peaked you know and there's no shame in it it's just it just to me these things happen at the same time you know the heart, the official launch of boom beach the ipo of king and what i see is i see i see supercell adapting to trends mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. improving a game making something really special that here we are like i'm like i like this game i like see stuff where i'm like oh they're gonna supercell me they're gonna like make me yeah i'm gonna reach a paywall but they right. don't they don't it actually is a it's like a I'm, i i have a lot of trouble saying this it's hard for me to say but it feels like a real game right i mean it really does because i'm like the, the, the fact that the in 
in games like StarCraft, the strategy is so extreme mm -hmm. that I have the opposite problem where I'm like, I can't, I can't be clever. I can't have a chance of winning because I'm just going to get destroyed by someone who got, has like 300 yeah. clicks per second or whatever the sure. hell. Um, and in this, I'm sort of like, I have a limited set of you know, strategy that I can apply and it's not time limited. Mm -hmm. I can think about it. Yeah. I can sort of plan it out. There's still frustration. Right. Um, but, you know, and it's not, it's not that this is a perfect game. It's just that I think that the next game is going to be better, mm -hmm. and then the game after that's going to be better. Right, and that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, to do that, to have the success that Supercell has had, but to have that focus, to not get carried away and not to get greedy, mm -hmm. and to have another huge success, I, right. it just blows me away. It's truly impressive. So let me let me I want to wind back into the gameplay a little bit. So sure. one of the things that's really well done here, and this is this is a lesson for all developers, is that they do a really good job in this type of game of of having tasks at different sort of like time periods. So mm -hmm. there's the, the intervals of the tasks are really well sp spaced out. So you have these certain things like upgrading your base, and that typically takes you know anywhere from thirty minutes to four hours for a building, some something eight, in that. I mean, I'm some sure it's as you get twenty four hours. Sure, so. yeah, and that's ex expected. So there are those those things that you do every every long once in a while. That, that actually bring you back into the game because usually one of those finishes like you got a new headquarters you know you have a whole lot of new things you right. can build the other side to it is that you have uh, 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 unit upgrades so you can those take a certain kind of interval of their own and there's are you know those are like again like in the like similar to what buildings. is it like two three four yeah and they're pretty long expensive. then you have things that are really short so there's upgrading or rather uh, resupplying your boats right so after a mission you know you can resupply in somewhere what is it for you now probably a little bit longer than me but it's like five minutes five or so. minutes yeah um, and then within that, the shorter interval is attacking bases. So if you don't lose all your dudes, you can probably do a little battle every two, three minutes. How long did it And that's a big take? change. And that's that's pretty quick. So you can just go in and like you know without, if you don't lose your guys, like you can just keep attacking. Right. You eventually run out of gold, but the price of attacking is actually quite a bit lower than the it's amount of gold cheap. you usually and it's, have. And it's basically one. If you don't have the money, if you have zero dollars, right. it's right now I'm level sixteen or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's still less. It's still one diamond. Right. One you know, diamond, or and it, you earn gold pretty quickly, so it, you you can make up the amount that you yeah, need if you, for if it, you like have, within a couple minutes. And also, minutes. if you if you come back after a long time, there's probably a chest on the world with like two or three gems in it. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's the other thing is that these they're quite free with the hard currency, hard right. quote unquote. Yeah, the, I guess it's a soft currency. Appropriately but, free, like kind yeah, of nimble bit free. Exactly. It's just you just keep getting them kind of uh, at random, and sometimes you get you get these huge bit. chests. Like I opened one the other day, like twenty diamonds yep. in it. Um, and it's like whoa. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. So you, you don't, don't you're it. not like really hitting a paywall where you feel like shit. Like I'm, this is the thing, and I need to get a lot of it. Um, but they, so they do a good job of that. So there's never a point in the game where you're like, I don't have anything to do. Very rarely, like that's right. only happened once or twice. Um, and and you have this good mix of like things you're building for long term, which keep you coming back. Things to do in the short term, which keeps you playing in the immediate time. And then there are these medium term things like, uh, right. uh, what actually? What are good examples of medium term things like? You know, having enough money to kind of like, or uh, you have gold upgrades. to like maybe grow the grow the base a little bit. Chopping Usually, down trees is something I do a little bit of when I'm bored. Yeah, um, though you run out of that pretty quick. Actually, the upgrading the towers, yeah. like even now it's like level six. I'm pretty sure the upgrade took like two hours. Right, they're pretty you know short. I mean? mm -hmm. Where you, uh, you know, so there are these sort of these sort of like you're upgrading your headquarters takes a really right. long time. Um, and I'm not sure exactly how Clash of Clans worked. I'm pretty sure it's pretty simple that you get experience for doing these upgrades. Yep, yep. Um, but yeah, it does seem to be shorter. In other mm -hmm. words, with Clash of Clans, you immediately got to these sort of eight-hour waits. Right. Uh, and I think they've sort of figured out that those eight-hour waits are actually good for the player mm -hmm. in a weird way because you're sort of like you're you're sort of you're occupying your the sort of 
free time. Right. The time that you're not playing, you're using it. Mm -hmm. In this, it's sort of like you need to come back uh, and do these smaller things because you can get experience right. and then you can do the bigger things. So there are these sort of medium terms. So I see those as the medium term as sort of these, you know, peripheral things. Right. And then the like upgrading my troops and like upgrading the main buildings, those take, or like upgrading the gunboat. Yeah. These take like eight hours mm -hmm. and eventually they'll become 24. And, and it just shows such organization because it's super complex yeah. and but it's it always is sort of working itself out and you're like when you get to the when you're focusing on something you upgrade it a lot it's starting to start take a longer time that doesn't fit into the spectrum you're talking about yeah. all of a sudden it's like you need to upgrade your headquarters sure, to level, sure. you know eight in order to upgrade this right it's just like wow this is impressive and I've, I've never built a, a real-time game in this way, but I, I don't even, like, I'm trying to think about how would you even organize it, because there are these, like, tons and tons of different bits that you need to consider. It's almost like you could do, like, one of those, like, Gantt charts, where it's, like, this yeah, will yeah, take exactly. this long, and this yep. like, you can do this thing, and this thing. You lay those all down. Um, we've done this, a similar sort of thing with, like, how do you, how quickly do you earn in, like, Zombie Gunship, where we do right. a spreadsheet for it. But with this, you kind of need to be able to, like, with time management games, adjust it gets these a things. Yeah, I think it's quite a bit more complicated. That long. So, you know, what I really like is, yeah, this honestly ins inspires me to want to make a um, a time management game because what I like is this direction it's going. Yeah, it's going less greedy, more strategy. Yeah, um, and it's working. They're making a ton of money. They have tons of players. They have great reviews. Like mm -hmm. it's not, it's not that people they just need to be shown the way. Yeah, uh, and it's gonna t you have to hold their hand through there. Like people are gonna go from Clash of Clans to this, and they'll be like strategy like what like well, i tell my troops where to go and th they're gonna have this experience you're talking about where they're gonna be like hey they're gonna learn like maybe it's not the most advanced thing but if i attack this first yep or if i attack between these two buildings first and that's gonna like the the light bulb's gonna go off and i feel like it's a drug once yep. they have that experience just like any gamer they're gonna they're gonna look for that experience yeah, again yeah, yeah discovering these little little tricks and features i mean i i don't know I was, I was pretty excited when i realized like if i aim it just right and i get the shot between the two mines i can like make it blow up or mm -hmm. if people put like two mines in front of a tower if you do it just right i think you can hit all three mm -hmm. right it, um, it seems the the area of effect is a little like it seems like three like the three little grid spaces yep um so you could kind of get like mm -hmm. a tower and like right um really this game i'm i'm so impressed i mean it's it's not the game that i want you know what I mean? It's, it's not the game you yet. deserve. Right. It's the game I deserve. <laughs> but the thing is, it shows me, it gives me, you know, on the show, we sometimes dip into these, like, this industry is void of taste. Yeah. Like, no, this is great. This I makes cry me myself hopeful. to sleep at night, uh -huh. uh, regardless of how well my app does, because I feel like I'm stealing money from children. And the, or at least I work in an industry that's built on it. But the thing is, these sort of show no, like, maybe that is the case in some places, uh, but that... I feel like Supercell is being a leader here. Um, sure. Well, and we know that as the clone shops try to, you know, clone this, there was a, who posted this article that was just like every game that looks like Clash of Clans on the App Store. Yeah. Ranging Jay from like Jay exact Jay copy to, yeah. Or he tweeted it anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So it's it's this kind of thing where, you know, what is the next iteration of the clone game when people clone this? Are they going to have to actually like do game design? The thing is, it's not easy to clone. When you get to these strategy exactly. elements, it's not easy because you have to actually balance it. You really do. You, it's not like, just like, oh, it looks abilities. like this thing and you build a base. Those games are all now, in a sense, they're uh, obsoleted a little bit by this game, which right. is uh, awesome for me. But, well, hopefully it continues to be. I mean, like if it just sort of drops off, it's still editor's choice. It's crazy high in the charts. Like yep. the thing about Clash of Clans and Heyday is these guys drift off the top charts. They're still like floated up there with all their mm -hmm. uh, user acquisition. 
but they still make an insane amount of money. Yeah. Will this continue to make an insane amount of money? It's still not making an insane amount of money. Will but will it continue to float up to the top? It's not five making an insane amount of money compared to Clash of Clans. Mm, okay. I mean, it's getting downloaded. It's number two or number one or whatever, you know. Right. Um, it doesn't monetize quite as well. And, and the other well, thing we don't is know that. I mean, Clash of Clans is an insane yeah monthly active user, you right. know, and and that Boom Beach can't even try to have at this point they mm-hmm. haven't gotten enough downloads but sure. what happens when they get to 100 million downloads right that, that's a good point so they don't they, don't, they actually don't have the download well yeah it, the thing is it's not being downloaded quite it is actually yeah, it is no no it's number four right now so it's actually going down a little bit uh behind google maps 2048 which has just been this breakout hit uh and then flappy bird new season wait what what is this okay no it's just a <laughs> wait what crappy knockoff um, the uh <laughs> uh yeah no i mean it's probably gotten what a mm, couple million downloads. I, I doubt it's crossed five million. Hard to say. I don't know the numbers these days. I doubt it's crossed five million. Um, I don't think they're that crazy at number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, number one sort of unbound, but um, certainly not number two. And uh, you know, that makes me wonder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, five million. They still, they, yeah. What, what happens when they get to thirty million? Right. And that—that's what I'm wondering because. I think I might put another ten dollars in this game because it's, it has value to me. It's fun. It's not. Yeah. It also doesn't. F- you know, I feel like Clash of Clans. I would like be mad at myself for playing it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be like, this is stupid. Right. You know, even though I might kind of be into it a little bit, I'm still like, this is stupid. But this, I'm sort of like, no, this is cool. Like, yeah. We'll see how it grows. So, you know? so let's summarize just to boil this down to like the three things that make this game awesome, where Clash of Clans wasn't. What is it for you? Depth. Okay. Uh, respect. Okay. For me. Yeah. Um, three things, and it's just pretty. Yeah, they actually made it pretty. Right. That's really important to me. Sure, sure. Yeah, I think I think I'd probably say definitely yeah. So the graphics were big for me. That it just looks like it like it was actually like they put love into it, which is part of the respect part. It is. That's part of the respect part. It's not like we're gonna show you crappy sprites and because we can take your money. Um, I, I like the expanded strategy. So the flare, all that stuff, made a big difference for me. Um, and the fact that it's just basically you attack from one side. So it's all about like how do you move into the base? There, there's mul- they actually can do. They are there other multi beach? Oh, okay, I'm not beaches. that far enough yet. Um, and then and then the third bit again, yeah, it's respect. They're not just like hitting the wallet. There's not like weird. A lot of the stuff in this game like feels like it makes sense within the narrative, right? Like there's no like energy just because of energy, right? Like oh, your dudes are tired. You know, there isn't that like random thing that they put in that's clearly like exactly. driven by some kind of thing that the analytics people told them to do. Um, it's all, really hard. The story, it makes all the sense. pieces fit. Yeah, and then it's got like characters that come and say stuff, and uh, I think that's awesome. Right, and like you're freeing villagers, and those villagers yeah. sort of and the, the Doctor Terror or whatever you Dr. said. Doctor Terror, yeah. Those little bits, those things. Um, I, I like that when there's Nazis, a little bit of narrative which in the is game. Kind of funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Doctor Terror is like super the Nazi doctor who's like experimenting <laughs> on like, you know, Magneto. Yeah. Um, it's really great, yeah, because that's not easy. It makes sense. These things, they always make sense. Like, oh, of course it makes sense. We're on an island and all these things yeah. sort of make sense. But those things are it's hard to maintain. Easy. Now, what I'm wondering as the game goes forward is, is that narrative stuff just like drop off and it turns into endless like just normal battles and none of that new stuff shows up? Or are they actually going to be able to keep that up? So where there's new like little narrative bits that kind of pop we'll in every s- once in a while. We'll see. It seems... Little quests and things. I don't know that they will. That's a hard... That's, that's kind of the hard piece is once you decide to do story in a game like this... Uh, that's a huge burden on on updates and live ops and keeping it consistent throughout the whole arc of the experience. Right. It does just seem that you know villains get bigger and better, um, which is okay. 
you know but the key thing is that the all the forces in the game why you spend money why you mine money why you buy things it sort of is like yeah okay yeah that makes sense mm -hmm. you know um when you chop when you chop down trees you get wood you know what I mean? oh my gosh like wow that's cool i like the, the, the tree thing too where there's like regular mangroves and then there's right. like ancient mangroves yeah. and robust mangroves and it's like you have to be a different level to get like basically beyond a right. certain tier of the trees um really and these cool. things are like these are the things players accept these sort of like why i have an axe why can't i chop down this tree but if it's like oh yeah you know your axes aren't big enough or something i don't know it's too ancient but that but that stuff the stuff that's more the more peripheral it gets the more weird it can get yeah. like you know, it doesn't have to make sense. Right, right. But um, when you when you drop something weird into the core loop, it, yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah I, picked I, it up. I, I recommend this. Yeah, highly recommend it. You know, like RenderPaz. I'm RenderPaz on... Uh, uh, Game Center. Game Center. You can't, like, attack me, which is kind of cool, but we can sort of compare, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. visit each other and, and I, stuff. I'm always Balcora, B-A-L-C-O-R-A. And if you know where Balcora is from, send me an email, because that is the bonus question of the podcast. I don't. You don't know where Balcora is from? Ah, oh, come on. I'm getting you. I'm tricky to reveal it on air. All right. All right. So anyway. I actually don't know. Enjoy the show. Um, and thanks for joining us. Adios. See you later.